Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a It's time for another week of InfoG Radio. This is episode 555. Five, five, five. You like that? 555. Five. Like you're calling somebody in a movie. 555. Five, five. Alright, uh, for April 15th, 2019, fuck y'all. Uh, Anthony and fuck Wombat are here because you ain't talking to me. Yeah, well. <laughs> Sorry, your comedy bombed. That's not my fault. You know what? My comedy always bombs. I told somebody last week that I was going to tweet this, and they, they they didn't think it was very funny, but I was going to tweet, I'm doing an AMA, don't at me. They didn't think that was <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that was pretty good. I, was saying, I, was, I don't think anybody would have found that funny, but... Anyway, video games! Hey, video games. It's eight days. Alright, alright. It's eight, eight days. Eight days. Eight days. Yeah. I'm just canceling the show after the game comes out. <sighs> I'm just sit around and shake for eight days. Yeah, just play, just think about it. Oh my god, it's almost here. I just want to think about it. <laughs> Tell me what you want to do now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. I felt like there was a little Fred Durst. Being summoned there for a second, I was. I don't afraid. know if that's a. It's more like a chill. <laughs> yeah, chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. Come on! I can't believe that was the name of their album. Yeah. Ugh. I can't believe they got to actually get away with it in that time where. Uh, they well, it was kind of like super the, censorship. It was kind of like the, the the Supreme Court thing where they they claimed they didn't know what it was. Oh. So, you know. Yeah, and also, that was, I mean, late 90s were like... Fuck it. The, it was like, everyone was just trying to be as edgy as possible. <laughs> oh, the 90s. Speaking of, I watched the Mortal Kombat movies this weekend. Really? I did. Um, I Is the, fir- the first one still pretty it's, good? I mean... It, for what it is and the time? Yeah, for the time and what it is, it's fine. That second movie, holy shit, I always forget how bad that is. Like, I remember as a kid being like, well, at least the fight scenes are good. They're not. They're really not good. It is bad choreography. It is bad acting. It's like dudes doing triple flips when they kick them in the nose or something. Yeah. It's a bad, it's a bad, bad movie. I have the Legacy one and two up next, so I'm gonna watch those this week. Nice. Those are pretty good. Those were pretty good, yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, I I was uh, I had to dig because I put all my Blu-rays in bins because I was <coughs> I'm going all digital, so I had to dig them out and convert them to digital. So yeah. But anyway, video games. Um, anyway, video games. I'm gonna be real honest with you. I didn't play a lot this week, so. <laughs> anyway, video games should be the name of this podcast. It really should be. It happens every week. You know, we never we stop saying what are you fondling. Yep. Because it just wasn't, it, that wasn't a good bit. No. So. That was one of those, that was when we were in our late 90s Limp Bizkit <laughs> edgy phase. Let's make everything a sexual reference about our video games. Yeah. What was our video series called uh, Playing With Each Bre- Other or something? And then there was a Breaking the Seal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, we made a lot of penis jokes and none of them were good. Yep. But Anthony... Yes. Did you play a video game? You could talk about that video game now. I know. Uh, I'm going to start with the other stuff first, though. Uh, finished the first Tomb Raider, moved on to Rise of the Tomb Raider, um, which is the one I started before. And I actually looked at my save file, and I was right at the ending. But I was just like, I don't remember what happened, so just fucking start over. Um, and then uh, I bought some games, so I have started up Far Cry New Dawn. It's a good video game. It's really pretty. I think this might be my last Far Cry, though. <laughs> it is. Um, uh, it is formulaic for sure. Yeah, and I haven't played a Far Cry in a while, but I just was like, maybe I just don't like these games as much anymore. New Dawn um, worked for me because they streamline a lot of the bullshit from Five. It, yeah, I never played Five. I know the ending of Five, but I was. Just, yeah, it, it's much more streamlined. It feels like a tighter experience, which I kind of enjoy. I just really like that sawblade launcher. Yeah, that's the only really neat weapon you get in that game, though, from what that I hear. That kind of sucks, then. It does. Um, Everything else is, like, standard machine gun, shotgun shit. Um, but, uh... Yeah, so I started up that. It's alright. Uh, it's not a bad game. I should make that clear. Like, it, it's it's just one of those... I, I just don't know if it's the type of game I enjoy anymore. Um, and, uh... Just quickly go through, make sure if yeah, okay. Then it's just talking about Earth Defense Force at this point. Um, so Earth Defense Force Iron Rain is the new Earth Defense Force game, and I remember saying like, "Yeah, they're not uh, doing this every year, so it's not stale yet." And then <laughs> this year, last year we got Earth Defense Force Five, and this year we get Earth Defense Force Iron Rain. Um. This was probably the worst decision for Earth Defense Force 5, because just that game is not worth your time uh, in comparison to this and the fact that 4.1 exists, uh, because 5 wasn't a huge step forward. Um, In fact, it was barely a step forward in comparison to 4.1, which the Earth Defense Force series really hasn't changed much. Uh, There was 2025, on, uh, or sorry, not 2025, 2017 on uh, Xbox 360, which was a very generic shooter, but fun. It was different from everything else at the time. But, uh, you know, the big destructible environments that were these huge areas of flatland, basically, with buildings in it, and all the buildings could be destroyed, and giant monsters and ants. Um, and then they added classes. And then the game really didn't change much. There was Insect Armageddon, which was the American-made, or Western-made one, um, that was different 
it was a little grittier and a little more serious, and it just didn't feel right. Then there was 2025 on PS3. That was remastered for PS4, 4.1, and then the jump to 5 wasn't huge. So Iron Rain is the most different game in the series since Insect Armageddon. And honestly, it's the game I'd suggest people play. Um, so it's still funny, but it's not horribly cheesy. Like, you can tell that they actually wrote comedy rather than it just being poorly performed because in 4. Point, uh, not 4.1, see, uh, in 5, they said, like, oh my god, they look ju- these these aliens, they look just like us, and they're giant tree frogs. Um, but they walk on their hind legs, so they are bipedal, and they look just like people. And it's cheesy, and it's kind of like, okay, this is kind of funny, but then it's like, is this just actually really bad and I'm laughing at it? Or am I supposed to find this funny? It's really hard to tell. Um, this does away with the sort of 60s um, horror sci-fi element, like... Um, I can't even name a cheesy movie, um, but all those old uh, science fiction aliens—they they stole Hitler's brain type of um, humor. That's all gone, and they write actually pretty good jokes. And the idea in this one is: is the invasion's already happened. You are not witnessing the invasion, and basically the world has gone to shit. And the Earth Defense Force is the last group to stop the aliens from attacking further. And so you're going into these cities, but they're actually covered in sand now, because this desert is basically encroached onto um, uh, civilization. So the world is no longer just this flat surface for you to destroy buildings in. It's actually got, like, real terrain. Um, But what's neat is they introduce you to the ants, they introduce you to the spaceships, uh, the robots, uh, different type of alien, the spiders, all within, like, the first ten levels. And if you've played any other ones, they're very slow to do this. So by level ten, you might fight the robot for the first time. Which is great, but, like, blowing away ants can get boring. And and there's really the sense of monotony through the levels. In this, everything is very different. But they've added new features, like when you're inside the uh, city level, in one of them, you will see a car, and you can just get in that car and drive. Which is different. That's not happened before. You can drop in tanks and mechs in the, la- in the uh, last couple games, but this time it's like, oh yeah, this car is still drivable, so you can just drive it. Um, there's a new override mode where you click in both analog sticks when you have the... It says on the bottom that you can access it. And it increases your power, um, so all your weapons do more damage. It increases your reload speed, your movement speed. Uh, you are constantly healing. Uh, what else is there? There's a lot of small changes that make this game far better. You've got full cu- uh, character customization, not only with the items that you carry, but visually as well, so you're no longer playing as just a generic EDF troop. You get to actually make your character. Weapons work a bit differently. Aliens no longer just drop them. You have to actually purchase them from a vendor who builds them based off of the resources you collect, which are just these energy gems. 
But the most interesting part of this whole game is that there's a rival human faction that uses mechs as well. So you are fighting against them and the aliens simultaneously. And the world that you go through is very different from all the other ones. Honestly, the next time Sandlot, which is the developer that's made most of the EDF games, makes one, they really have to change up the formula because this is made by um, Ukes, who I don't know what else they've done. Ukes um, is actually probably best known for uh, WWE games. Okay, well, Ukes is the ones that made this, and it is far better quality. It looks better. It plays better, and I it runs better. I haven't had any issues with frame drops. They, the way they've structured missions is not just defeat all the bugs. So one mission that's early on, the first time you run into the robots, the alien robots, they are just lying dormant in this desert city. And you're like, okay, and they're like, just sneak past them. And you're like, these things are going to wake up. And sure enough, they do. And it's this really interesting battle because now, like, you see all these dormant ones and you can attack them before they get up. And that's the way they teach you how to deal with the robots. Um, there's ant hives, but the ant hives are not just like a hive. It's an old building that they've basically taken pieces from and built a hive out of. It's very interesting in comparison to Five in a lot of ways, the fact that it's running on the same console, like it's built for the PS4, and looks more like a PS4 game, I mean, it still looks somewhat dated, it's not the best looking game ever. You just describe like Ukes in a nutshell. Okay, well, I was gonna say... Except just for the innovative part. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, the big, shot at, the big shot at Ukes for a long time has been um, visual glitches... Um, games not looking quite as well as they should have, and a lack of innovation. So, I mean, at least on the WWE 2K side. Yeah. Okay. So, in the in the Earth Defense Force series, again, it hasn't changed much. Like this time, you have to earn the classes, which kind of sucks. You can't just play as the um, the heavy, basically, which has like two weapons, one on each arm. Can't play as that right away. You have to unlock that through playing the game. Um, but there's a sense of progression now, unlike in the other games, where it's just like, here's more weapons, and this one might do more damage, which then just reduces the necessity of having the old weapons. This time, you actually have to buy them, so you're collecting currency by performing better in the missions. And it's actually probably the hardest game in the series. Um, not to say that I don't die in the other games, but... Uh, it's usually from being overwhelmed uh, very easily. And in this one, it felt more like I was actually performing poorly. Like, oh, that guy's going to shoot me. Like, I should be weaving in between the buildings a little bit more. Because there's aliens that drop from space now that look like demons for some reason. And it changes the whole thing. Because, like, oh, if I'm going to fight ants and robots in this? Fine. And then an alien drops from the sky. And I'm like, oh shit, he can fire from further away. So now I have to sort of uh, kite the uh, ants around to shoot them while he sh the alien's shooting the building. Because they can unfortunately know where you are at all times. So you, you kind of leave your team to take all the brunt of it and then sort of have to come back around. But it's a far better game 
by a, a large margin. It's kind of hard to talk about it, though, because unless you've played one of the more recent Earth Defense Force games, the changes don't seem that big. But for a game that's been, you know, resting on its laurels for so long, uh, th this is a welcome addition. So, it's out. If you want an Earth Defense Force game, play this one, except this is not on PC. So, if you're on PC, the only choice is still 4.1. It's only on PS4 for some reason. And in Earth Defense Force games, they seem to focus on one machine. Yeah, 2017 is Xbox 360 only, um, which was a port of a PS2 game, I think. Then that was ported to Vita, and the Vita one's different. Uh, again, they've been porting the same game a lot, and this is the first time something new has been done since Insect Armageddon, which... Wasn't great. All right. Uh, anything else? No, that's pretty much it. I've been busy with work and um, getting ready to move and everything. All right, we we'll move on. Sometimes two to one, but yeah, um, girl, <laughs> yeah, tell me what you want. Come on. <laughs> um. So I um. Honestly, I have not played a ton. Yeah, um, I feel you there. So I played, um, I played some uh, Divinity: Original Sin. The first one. Uh, yep. So a game from 2015, true to form for me. Yeah, you know. Honestly, um, if you had started in 2015, you'd probably be finishing it now. That's so. probably true. Yep. So, um, you know, I know a lot. I've had a lot of people tell me um, how similar the game is to, or how similar they felt the game at least was to um, the early Bioware RPGs, the Baldur's Gates, and stuff like that. And I agree with that. It's certainly similar to those. Um, it actually, though, and this is probably just based on my gaming history, it actually reminds me a lot of um, Ultima 7. Um, not the least of which because the game starts with you solving a murder. Um, but, uh, it's, you know, it's a good throwback RPG for me to the games that I kind of grew up with and, uh, the games that I enjoyed when I was a, uh, teenager through late teenager. So, um, I'm Ooh. digging that, but I know it's super ridiculously unflinchingly long. So, uh, I'm just kind of slowly make, making my way through that. Um, and I'm with no expectation for completion. Um, and then, uh, other than that, man, I don't know that I've really played anything else. Um, I went to, uh, I was hopeful, I went to Target on Friday, uh, because they were doing their buy one, get one half off sale, and I was hopeful at picking up the new Nintendo Labo VR set, um, as well as I was going to, since I was going to get it for half off, I was going to pick up Sekiro too, because I figure for 30 bucks I'll give it a shot. Um, but Target doesn't appear to be selling the Nintendo Labo stuff in store anymore. Uh, their entire Nintendo Labo section was cleaned out, and then when I looked on, um, when I looked online, all of the Labo kits say, um, ship to store available, but no, none in stock anywhere. So, not sure really what's going on there, uh, if it's just a local thing, or if it's Target in general, um, 
But uh, so I have not yet had a chance to pick that up. I will be picking it up, but have not yet had a chance to pick it up. So I will report back on here once I know how the uh, the quality is. From what I've read, it, the the general consensus is that the quality is surprisingly good. Um, the one thing that I heard about Nintendo Labo VR that really bothered me is that it doesn't strap to your face. It does not. you got to hold it up in front of your face. Yeah. And I was told the thought process there is they wanted it to be more... Um, they wanted to do more kid stuff on it, and they they did the hold it up to the face to purposely limit playtime. Yeah, I mean, but... So the kids wouldn't just sit around with it strapped to their face all day. True, but they did make Breath of the Wild fully playable. Yep, they did. So it's true. I am that, that is uh, something other, I will never do. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I was told, though, is that the Labo itself, the the actual um, uh, the thing that you build, the goggles that you build, uh, do have a hole in the side of them where you could put a strap. Like they left a hole in there um, that you could attach a strap to, but they don't have a strap for it. Huh. So we get some um, get some rigged like. Straps yeah. using some. You probably, well, you know, you might. I'd have to. I'd have to try it out once I get mine. But the robot kit has a strap headpiece. Um, so I wonder if. Uh, I wonder if you could use the strap from that. I mean, it's just cardboard with your switch thrown right. in it, so it can't be that heavy. No, I mean it's it's basically the heaviness is just going to be the switch. Yeah. So. Um, but the the general consensus I've been given is that it exists on a performance scale somewhere between like the smartphone VR and the like PSVR. That's um, what I'd expect, yeah. So, um, and I've heard that some of the mini games are actually really good. Um, some of them are okay. Um, and the the elephant thing apparently has it's basically like um, it's like three D paint um, huh. in VR. Which sounds kind of cool. So, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think we're probably going to pick up the full kit that's got everything in it. So, um, I will report back and let everybody know what I think of that. And then, you know, eventually, now that I'm not going to get it for half off, I'm going to put a hold on Sekiro for a little bit longer, especially since Mortal Kombat comes out in eight days now. Yeah, um, but uh, I don't know if it's just not coming to Redbox or what, but I, I have not been able to find Sekiro in a Redbox yet. So. It's, the, it's the Dark uh. Souls of Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably so. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that's it. I really, haven't, uh, I really haven't played much else of anything other than, you know, Fortnite with my son every now and then because he likes to play that. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about it. It's crazy time. I, like, I don't think there was anything I really wanted to play this week. I did spend a hell of a lot more time in Odyssey. I keep going back to that and doing like two hour sessions here and there. And yeah, that game is just still so fucking good. It's so good. And uh, so I said on the let me just throw this out there. I said on the show to Anthony specifically before we started, but um, I don't know if this works for our international listeners, but um, in the U.S., Odyssey is 20 bucks at GameStop right now, so... Yeah, um, Drew picked up a copy. It is more than 20 bucks worth, for sure. Yeah, he uh, he picked it up last week when it was on sale for 20 Yeah. It's uh amazing, amazing game. Yeah. So, 
It really, really is. I just checked. It is not on sale in Canada at uh, EB Games. But again, it's on sale on Xbox. So yes. you can get it there. It yeah. is on sale there as well. That's true. The spring sale is going on, so... There's Everybody's got spring sales going on. That's what GameStops is, too, is like a spring-slash-Easter sale. Yeah, it felt like it felt like it just all rolled over this weekend because I noticed I I did all my yard work this weekend for the first time this year, and like everybody in my neighborhood was out doing their yard work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and then I I saw by the way that um, Xenoblade Chronicles Two is also twenty bucks at Target. That's a misprint right now. And I I saw uh, pictures that somebody took of uh, you. Uh, it actually on the shelf yeah, with a twenty dollar tag underneath it. It's marked wrong. Um, they'll still have to honor it in some stores, but that sale was for Torna. Oh, yeah, they fucked up. <laughs> gotcha. So you you might have to fight to get that for twenty dollars, but the stuff's out there to fight for it. So, right. Knowing what I know about Target Canada, I'm assuming it'll be the same in the states. You just ask for a manager, and the manager will ultimately override whatever the employee is saying. Oh, absolutely. That's the way it worked when I worked at GameStop, dude. Just that's, I mean, that's retail management, period. You're, you're, the, you are correct, but, like, they also usually are supposed to fix something, and they probably won't. <laughs> if you argue you. with the manager, they'll just leave it, and they'll be the poor employee that has to deal with it. And all my time in retail, the, the general instruction was, if somebody's throwing a fit, just give it to them. Give it to them and get them out of the store. Yep. Every time. Um, so I didn't play a ton because I had a sick household and then I had a bunch of stuff to do this week. Um, but I did man I actually beat a game this week in one sitting. So it was a big game is what you're saying. Yeah. Actually, I sat there for like two and a half hours, I think. Um, but it's a it's an indie game called Far Loan Sales. It's. It gives me a vibe of like um, a limbo or um, uh, inside or something like that. So the the premise of the game is that you start. It it literally gives you like no direction, and and truthfully that's fine because it only goes left to right like those games. And you're this itty bitty little character, um, and you and early on you get this ship. Uh, and it's like, um, think of it like a sand crawler from Star Wars or something. And you get the ship, and the objective is just to go, you know, from left to right. And in, in each place, you'll run into these little puzzles. So these puzzles will involve things like pushing buttons or uh, figuring out how to use the, the pulley system on the front and the back of the ship. Um what is really cool about this game is that in addition to kind of the the puzzles that you run into in the game is that the ship itself is a full puzzle that you have to constantly maintain. So it has an engine and as you're driving through the world you'll you'll find like these little boxes and um trash and different stuff throughout the world that you can stop and pick it up, put it on your ship and then you throw it into the like incinerator which creates fuel um so you're constantly managing the fuel uh there's also like a steam button that when it builds up if you um you have to release it every so often or else the the engine will catch on fire uh and if you time it correctly when you release the steam you'll get like a boost 
Um, and as, as you continue to go along, you find upgrades for your ship. So, like, eventually you find a sail that you can use so that the, you're not using the engine. Um, you eventually find uh, this little mechanism that you put on the back of the ship that will pick up trash automatically. Um, you eventually get a repair tool and a fire hose that you can use not only to solve puzzles, but to put out fires when you run into things or uh, your ship starts breaking down. And it's just the mix of, of maintaining, you know, your ship and keeping it going, uh, in addition to, like, solving the puzzles that you run across just to continue your journey. And I really, really had a fun time with that game to the point where I just did not stop. I just finished the game. Um, and I think it's really cool. I, I, I think it's on everything now. So you pretty much have the opportunity to play it wherever you want. But What, what is it called again? It's called Far Lone Sails. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. I really enjoyed that game. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but I reinstalled Dynasty Warriors 9. I just kind of wanted to see where that game was a year later. Um, a year later, that game is still terrible, and I deleted it immediately. That was a bad video yeah. game. Uh, Warriors I mean, of Road 4 wasn't much better, I'll be honest. Dynasty Warriors 9 is like epic levels of bad. It's one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the Dynasty Warriors games. And, but that's the problem. Is this is not a Dynasty Warriors game. It's like it's a Dynasty Warriors game that wants to have an open world. Yeah. And it just does not work. No, it sucks. It sucks hard. I reinstalled but, Mortal Kombat. But I have enjoyed watching you fight. <laughs> Man. Uh, you know, give them credit. Every character, like, there's a million playable characters in that game, and they all have voice dialogue. Yep, it's terrible voice dialogue. Oh, it's absolutely atrocious. But you know, good on them for having it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I reinstalled Mortal Kombat X because, of course, I did. Um, I'm trying to think of. I played Hob on the Switch. Uh, as I was telling Anthony before the show, that's a really cool game. I really like it. If you like Zelda, that's kind of up your alley. Uh, also, if you like Zelda and you have a PS4, just buy that game there. Um, the Switch if version... You, you have a PC. It's on PC, for fuck's sakes. Just buy it there. It's probably dirt cheap on good well, old games. Well, sure, sure. I mean, if you have a PC and you play PC games, but a lot of console gamers don't fuck with PC. You're, you're, you're correct. I'm just saying the options are there. My, my, my point is, is if you have a PC or a PS4, buy it there. Uh, the Switch version is fine, but it is super ro- low resolution, at least from what I could tell. Um, and the frame rate is not great. They call it the Definitive Edition, and supposedly it's supposed to give you kind of hints on where to go. I didn't see very many hints on where to go. It would just tell me what the buttons did. So, I don't really know what's all definitive about it, other than it's on the Switch. Which seems to be passable for so many games um, nowadays. But I have that on PS4, so I'll probably just go play it there. Um, the other game that I played was Falcon Age. Um, a lot of people are talking about this game. It is a it is a neat game. So. Is it just me, or, I mean, does anybody else know anything about this game? 
This is the Falconry VR game, right? Okay, so there, that perfectly proves my point. I didn't know you you can totally play this game without VR. Well, that would have been nice to know when you asked me if I wanted to play it, because all I could picture was me in a migraine trying <laughs> to play a VR game and thinking, oh, God, that'll kill me. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of a misconception, because I thought the same thing. I thought this game was only VR. It is not. You can play it without VR, and I'm going to be real honest, I kind of prefer it that way. Um, I played it in VR at first, and it, it's fine. It, it's got the the teleporting and the, the, the turning, and you can turn those off. Um, the entire camera movement is your head, so like you can turn left and right with the, the right analog stick, but you can't look up and down. That's all dictated by your head. Um, which can be a little f- funky in VR because um, you can have the Falcon like you can tell it to go pick a pick something up and bring it back to you. And, but the thing is, is he's in the sky, so you're constantly looking up to see where he's at, so he, you can make him drop it in your hand. Um, the field of view is also very very close in VR, so like the Falcon was basically mm-hmm. like two inches from my face. Uh, and I don't know if I just need to recalibrate my VR setup or whatever. Um, and I don't know if this is just me, or if this is a game, or something, but there were some jarring stutters in VR um, that really made me uncomfortable when I was playing it. Well, I'd hope it's not you. Maybe your console. <laughs> yeah, but um, a couple of other things I noticed, too, even outside of VR, is like the... Um, pathing of your character uh, like when going downstairs like when I think about a first person game I think if I climb up a set of stairs and there's a ledge without a wall over it because you can't jump in this game um, that I should just be able to walk over that ledge and fall down to the next area even though it's not very far you know what I mean that that mentality you can't do that in this game you have to go back down the stairs and I felt like the stairs would catch my character constantly so going downstairs felt very slow and, and plodding. And I don't know, the movement just didn't feel great when doing that. Um, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, because the game is neat. I like what the game is doing. It's, uh, it's very much like um, you'll get new moves for your Falcon. You'll, you'll get this like little whip um, thing that you can fight with and you can uh, use it to fling and, and grab things and pull them towards you. Um, I really like the look of the game. The characters are very interesting. Um, there are dialogue choices, but I don't really think they matter. At least they don't seem to. Um, but I like what the game is doing. I like the way it looks. I think it's an interesting game. I think the VR is neat, but I don't see myself playing the entire game that way. I don't feel like it's a very long game. Uh, I played it for about an hour, and I already have like 25% of the trophies. And I know the trophies aren't necessarily gauging of how long a game is, but that seems like a lot of trophies for only playing for an hour. Um, but no, I, I think it's a neat game. Uh, it's certainly worth checking out if you have a PSVR. Uh, it's, it's weird that I actually enjoyed it more outside of PSVR than I did in it. But I think it's a cool game. I think I'll, I'll keep... You know, pushing through it. It's it's definitely caught my attention as something different. Uh, it has a very unique art style to it, so I I, I really enjoy that. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. I 
played Overwatch once this week, so... I will probably play it more this week because the event starts on Tuesday. So, I think that'll be fun. I always like the PvE um, kind of events. So... Alright. Let's talk about what's coming out this week. Video games. Um, Graveyard Keeper, I guess, is getting a physical release for PS4. I guess that's coming to Switch, too, but I don't know if that's out this week or not. Uh, Dark Quest 2. I don't remember Dark Quest 1, but okay. Uh, Ghost Giant. Heaven's Vault. Iron Snout. <laughs> okay. Uh, My Time at Porsche. Uh, Path to Nemosine. I can't pronounce that. Please don't touch anything. I don't, that's coming. That must be the. VR version from Steam. Um, please don't touch anything. It's a puzzle game. Not <laughs> the rules it tells you is please don't touch anything, and there's just a big red button. And so you press the button, and then another oh. panel opens up. I played this game on the- Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember this now. Oh wait, you played it on Xbox? Yeah, yeah. So was it a pixel art game at that time? No, it's like a first person. It's got kind of a. Okay. Because the original was a pixel art version, and then they did a a VR version for. Well, they did a 3D version, and then they did a v, that has VR in it. So I'm assuming if it's coming to PlayStation, I'll have that VR in it. Still. Okay, yeah, because the Xbox version was just a first person. Okay, it was like a 3D room. Yeah, yeah, and you just sit there, okay. and there's a bunch of buttons, and you press them, and different panels and, open, and and it's a puzzle game to get all the different endings, basically. Yeah, I I played for about tw- ten minutes, and I'm like, I can't. I can't figure this out. This is stupid, and I turned it off. <laughs> it's one of those that, like, I get, like, a, the email. I talk about this every week. I get the email from uh, from Xbox that has all the indie games in it, and I download them all, and I boot them up. Um, and a lot of times it'll be like, well, this is doing nothing for me, and I just delete it. And that was one of them where I booted it up, and I played it, and I was like, I don't, this, no. Well, I like the original. I haven't played the 3D version, so maybe it's just not to the same quality. I'm not sure. I have the 3D version, just haven't played it. Um, but speaking of VR, I, I didn't say it, but uh, Ghost Giant is um, Zoink Games. Oh, um, I thought you meant like Shaggy. <laughs> no, that'd be Zoinks. Mm. Um, no, Zoink Games is uh, Flipping Dead, Flipping Death. It's Death, right? Flipping, Regardless. It's, yeah, Flipping Death. Um, yeah, yeah. They're flipping death. Uh, they're um, zombie Vikings, and what's the other one? Uh, well, they did Fey or Fee or whatever it's pronounced. That game as. is not good. No, that's the only one that hasn't been. That's very a bad quality. game. <laughs> um, stick it to the man. That was them as well. So this is their VR game. Okay. Not in the same art style, oddly enough. But neither was Fee though. Fee didn't look like flipping death, and that's true. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm actually excited for Ghost Giant. Uh, Quiver, which is spelled Q-U-I capital V-R, so what do you think that is? You know, uh, Snooker, 19. 
Sounds like a presidential campaign for the Jersey Shore. Uh, Snooker Nation Championship. I mean, I don't know if that's a typo, but that's just what it says. I would think it was national, not nation. Sorry, I pronounced it wrong, but nation championship. Snooker Nation Championship. Who knows? Yeah, Yeah, Uh, that's just what it's called. Snooker Nation Championship. Two snooker games in the same week, man. You can get Snooker Nation Championship for $4 on Steam. And you probably should. Uh, Table of Tales, The Crooked Crown. Tarot Readings Premium. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, World of Warships, Legends. That World War Z game is out this week. I'm kind of interested in trying that out. Zombie game coming out soon, I'm sure. I mean, it looks like a Left 4 Dead style game, and I like Left 4 Dead style games. That's just me. I, that's what I thought Generation you know Zero was. was. A, Left 4 St- a Dead style game. Generation Zero was not a Left 4 Dead style <laughs> game. That is not what I'm talking about. That game was a Left 4 Dead if there was nothing left. Nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, the, the crossovers by Pogi. I, I I feel like I say that Pogi name every week, and I have no idea what it is. Leftovers by Pogi? P-O-W-G-I. I, I'd assume that's how you say it. I feel like I say that game Sorry. name every Leftovers, week. how do you spell that again? P-O-W-G-I. Pogi. Pogi? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they do. They're, they're yeah. You you probably <clears throat> do say that every week. Uh, we've also got Truber Brook. The first of those Konami collections is out this week. The anniversary collection arcade classics. Uh, God's Trigger. Didn't know God had a gun, but all right. Or is it a trigger, as in like something you say and it upsets him? Emotionally, and he can't go to class. Man, anymore. that is that is some fucking next level joke right there. Uh, Katana you Zero. Can't, you can't give me shit for your opening joke didn't land either. Yeah, that's fine. I I own my bad jokes. Start owning yours. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Katana Zero is out this week. Um, that's a game where like you you can die in, like one hit, I think, but it looks really cool. Uh, Our World is Ended. Overcooked 2 Campfire Cookoff. The Padre. Uh, Alone with You. Sounds like a Debbie Gibson song from the 80s. That's um, <laughs> Benjamin Rivers, I believe. Benjamin, Benjamin Buttons? Benjamin Rivers. Benjamin Rivers. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's um. The, do you remember an old pixelated game called Home? No, probably not. No. Okay, uh, this was that was his follow up. It's a uh, point and click game. Ah, we also have Eternity, the Last Unicorn, uh, Final Fantasy X and X Two HD remasters dropping on Switch and Xbox One this week. How much are those? Fifty dollars. Yeah, fuck right off. <laughs> Uh, Revenant Saga. Uh, Alright, let's see what's coming to the Switch this week. We already talked about 
quite a few of them, but I'm sure there's more. There always is. Give me a second. I'll get this thing loaded in a second. Here we go. Uh, Path. I already said that one. Tanks meet zombies. Warhammer Age of Sigmar Champions. It's been a while since we said a Warhammer game, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Wasteland 2 Director's Cut. Cafeteria Nipponica. Okay. All right. Uh, Cuphead cool. is out this week for Switch. Cool. Dawn of Survivors. Day D through time. Hey, you know what Cuphead has? Uh, cups? Easy mode. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That easy mode's still hard. I know, it's real fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't resist while that oh, game came up. Shit. Uh, our, I already said that one. Uh, Slabwell, the quest for Cockton's Alpaca. Nothing? Okay. Uh, Sudoku, Nothing. relax. Relax, <laughs> Sudoku. <laughs> the Knight and the Dragon. Ooh, that sounds like every PC game ever made. Uh, active Soccer 2019 as opposed to Inactive Soccer 2019. <laughs> Lazy-ass Soccer 2019. <laughs> Everybody's in lawn chairs just hoping the ball makes it to them. Uh, oh, God, give me my beer. Uh, Alpha. Oh, get that ball. You just get it. <laughs> Shit, it's over there, man. I ain't getting up. Uh, Alpha, Moto Rush GT. That sounds like a PS1 game. Like something we would have saw during the PS1 era. Uh, Witch Thief. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Witch Thief. Uh, finally for the Switch we've got You Died, But a Necromancer Revived You. Okay. Okay. Oh, is there anything good in the PC games? It hasn't been good for a while. I mean, it's it's all kind of expected. Uh, wow, I don't know if I can say that. It says, Ong Pang Zoo Man. Sex and Gun VR. I mean, why wouldn't you have both of those things in VR? Um, the Great Toilet Simulator. <laughs> Oh, man. I can't believe this shit comes out on PC every week. This is insane. Elon Musk, Road to Respect. Okay, there's a game... There's a game coming out this week called Juicy Pussy. No, there is not. There is. I'm not kidding. What's the name of the game? I'm sorry. You should be. Oh, man. I can't. But you're not the only one that should be sorry. I know. Oh, my car. Uh, I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm just. I'm done. I'm I'm leaving it alone. Let's do some news because that. mm, Oh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is coming to PC. Uh, they released, they confirmed the release date this week. 
I know somebody's probably going to ask me what it is, and I don't know. Uh, May 9th. There we go. I find it real quick. Find it. it. So, when you bought your PlayStation, did you not enjoy your name of 420 Blaze at No Scope? Because now you can finally change it. Now you can finally change it. So, PlayStation announced this week that the name change has rolled out to everybody. And you can do the first one full free, because the first hit is always free. But, there are a list of games that may have some issues. Those include losing your saved data, uh, leaderboards not updating, uh, but the most heinous crime of those games would be uh, losing in-game currency, or it sometimes even paid for DLC. But that list is very small. So Yikes. Yeah, it's uh it is not the most elegant solution to that problem, but hey, at least they did it. <laughs> I guess also I was reading that, you know, whatever name <clears throat> that you change from, it, it doesn't go back into the pool like it does on Xbox. Like it's just gone forever. So somebody else can't get that name. Uh, you can also not combine accounts. I know some people had two different accounts and they wanted to combine them, but you cannot do that either. So, yeah. PlayStation. Getting that duct tape on there. EA announced, and, well, not just announced, but uh, finally showed off details about the Jedi Fallen Order game. Yep. It is out on November 15th uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and it stars the Joker. (laughs) Okay. That's the dude that plays the Joker in Gotham. Yes. Cameron Monaghan. And he plays a very good Joker in Gotham. In Gotham. I would like to say the game looks cool, but I didn't see the game. But the trailer looks Yeah, cool. no, just the tra- the trailer was good, though. Absolutely. I want to play this game. Um, I want it to be uh, next-gen Force Unleashed, which is what it kind of looks like. See, I I'm want not it even to be that. next-gen Knights of the Old Republic. It's an action game. Oh well, I thought I heard it was an RPG. No, it's a it's in the on stage. They said it's an action game with uh, quote thoughtful combat, which means it's not a button masher. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll be using force powers, lightsaber combat, melee combat, all that stuff. It's it's by the creators of Titanfall, so I'm in. It is. It is developed by Respawn Entertainment. Titanfall uh, Two is still one of the best single player <laughs> campaigns in a long time. Also, the conversation around this game this weekend was that it was everything EA is not. Uh, it is not built on Frostbite Engine. It is on Unreal Engine. It does not have multiplayer. It does not have loot boxes. And it does not have microtransactions. Right now. <laughs> Respawn is not. Respawn no, got I... some pull, so they, they ain't going to do that. I don't know. Uh, all I know is it is a Star Wars game with a lightsaber. I will probably play it. I mean, you really didn't have to do much but tell me that Respawn was making a Star Wars game with a lightsaber, and I was probably in. Just saying. Just 
saying. According to Respawn, speaking of Respawn, they're saying their Battle Royale game, Apex Legends, on Switch is unlikely. So there's that. Uh, Octopath Traveler is coming to PC. So that's pretty cool. Sweet. Uh, God, EA Access, they added NHL 19. I was like, God, it's been so long since an EA game was added to EA Access, but then I was like, well, it's been a long time since an EA game came out besides Anthem. That's true. So. Uh, Outside of that, I mean, it's been relatively slow news week. I mean, the biggest news this week is all Star Wars related or Disney related. Yeah, everybody got out of the way of that shit. Speaking of which, who is getting Disney Plus? Uh, I probably will eventually. I mean, at that price, it's yeah, probably you not can't really beat that price. Six ninety nine, and what they say, all the Marvel movies and Disney movies will be on the service after their theater run. Yep. Like, why would I not get that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll actually have a chance to catch up on those movies. I also heard that they're going to be offering a bundle that comes with Hulu and ESPN Plus. Oh. So maybe I just get rid of my Hulu subscription and replace it with that bundle. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm paying for so many subscriptions. I think the funniest narrative I saw about this over the weekend was like all these people canceling their Netflix subscriptions. I'm like, why the fuck are you doing that now? I mean, Netflix got some good shit on it. At least keep it till fucking Disney Plus actually launches. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't really think I have any other news. Uh, the PlayStation Classic is now thirty bucks. So, I mean, at this point, you might as well just wait till it rock bottoms. Uh, Mortal Kombat Eleven. Had a comeback uh, kind of ass this week. They announced Kitana is available, mm-hmm. will be in the game. There's 25 characters at launch. So. I think that's about it. Um, yes, but is, is the new Star Wars game coming to Switch? You really want me to get into this rant? Yeah. You really want me to get into this rant? Hey, you said you wanted to rant. Uh, I, you I know, just. I was in a. Sat I, up and I, I, I get over my grumpy moods, but no, seriously, I get I get tired of hearing about every game needing to come to the Switch and 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 the, how immediately the narrative changed from it's not coming to Switch to uh, well, Pokemon will be launching in November, so um, it's probably good that uh, the Jedi game is not on the Switch because it would just lose. And I'm like, this is why people hate. Nintendo fanboys. <laughs> this. This is why. This. We're, we're celebrating a new Star Wars game. Nobody it was talking about Pokemon. It's like if they showed a Pokemon Direct and be like, well, Call of Duty launches that week, so fuck Pokemon. It's not about... It's not about Pokemon. The game's not coming to Switch, so guess what? This isn't about the Switch. Some video games just don't come to other machines. I mean, how do you think Xbox guys feel? <laughs> Nothing comes to their machine. Can I, I just, working retail, all I remember is, can I get Mario for the PS2? Uh, no. Why not? 
Because you can't. Because Nintendo has their own <laughs> console. So even if they didn't, it doesn't mean it's coming to PS. That rubbed me the wrong way this weekend. I saw a tweet that kind of went viral about some somebody tweeted like somebody just came in and asked me for Zelda for the PlayStation, and I can't even. And I'm like, you know what? Being older now and being a parent, like my mother would have asked that question. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like not everybody is as, as in touch. With that shit is like my mom used to ask me, "Hey, are you playing Nintendo?" Even when I was playing my Genesis, you know. Right. I and I, I'm not. No, I'm not saying you. I, it's just what you say. You're correct. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's more of the. I never have an issue with someone asking for something, right? I'll explain, and some and most people would be like, "Oh, okay, I got it now." So yeah, I can't yeah. Get Mario without buying a Wii. Okay. It's the people that are insistent. <clears throat> That oh no, I played it on a PS2. No, fuck oh no, th- those idiots are like uh, I saw stories about GameStop managers being like, oh no, I beat Last of Us on Xbox. No, you fucking did not. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 the shit like that, and the, and just the expectation of like, well, it should be on there. Yeah, because you, know, you never know who put money behind it. When you know? I s- like this is not like. When I saw that comment... Into a, you don't go into a Burger King and expect them to make a Pig Mac. I mean, I do. Oh, I don't know what, where you're <laughs> They'd going. make better burgers then. Boom. No, I, um... <laughs> I saw that, I saw that, and I got upset because I'm like, you know, what if you walked in somewhere looking for a football jersey for a player you had no idea who it was, and you're like, oh, I need to get a Tom Brady jersey for the Cincinnati Bengals, and somebody fucking called you out on it because you don't know shit about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... Not everybody's got their finger on the trigger, and that's that, that's the way it works. Right. So, I don't know, that stuff just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Uh, last piece of news before we move on, uh, there is an Inside Xbox on Tuesday. Microsoft is um, kind of hinting at some backward compatibility news. Also, it's a week before Mortal Kombat, so I probably expect a character reveal on Inside Xbox. So, you might want to... see backwards compatible... Uh, if you tuned into the Star Wars thing yesterday on Mixer, they gave you a free copy of Knights of the Old Republic. Which I thought was cool. Yeah, I definitely logged in just for that. (laughs) I mean, I wanted to watch the trailer, but I could have just watched the trailer after. But I wanted my free copy of Knights of the Old Republic. Because I own the disc, but man, dragging that disc out is a pain in the ass because it's stored somewhere, but... Uh, alright, so that's pretty much all the news... News, 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 news. We got the new releases out of the way. So we just got the tweets left, right? We don't have no emails. Oh, so. Emails. Uh, podcast, holy shit. Well, we got good questions this week, so this might, we, we might dig in a little bit here. Okay. Jeremy says, what are your, what are a few hopes and dreams for the next gen for you guys? I would love to see performance issues like frame drop be a thing of the past. Also, maybe PlayStation could put a better battery in the PS5 controller than the hearing aid batteries they put in the PS4. <laughs> no. Mm. I think hearing aids last longer. Don't. Yeah, that's true. Stuff. They they kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. The PS4 controllers are bad. And, and those are a step up from the PS3 controllers. Cause holy shit. Yeah, the PS3 controllers were, were very bad. Uh, actually, this week I'm getting my hands on that C40, the Astro controller. Oh, no. 
I'm very interested in seeing how that thing holds up. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what your thoughts are, because trust me, I hate playing with the uh, PS4 controllers. And the PS4, the DualShock 4 doesn't really bother me. I much prefer... It's not the controller that's the issue, it's purely the battery. Oh, the battery's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It would be nice, however, to have just one uniform sort of analog D-pad set up. Yeah, I like the offsetting analog yeah, sticks myself. Grown, as I've played Xbox more, I've grown to appreciate that. Yeah, Sony's the only one that doesn't do that now, right? Because the Switch Pro Controller does that. Yeah, well, I mean, it is now, yeah, because the Wii U one had the two analog sticks up top. Yeah, so that was the most That was the design. worst. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. As for next gen, I mean, I want the... I basically want everything to run at 4K60. I know that's probably not going to happen, but that's what I would like. But I think the biggest thing for me is what Microsoft has been doing this gen is I really want everything to just work. Backwards. Yeah, I want all my games that I own to just work on the machine that I'm... Like, I know it's stupid. It's a small thing. A lot of people don't care about it. But for me, sometimes I'll get an itch to play something from, like, the 360 era and having to wonder if it's backwards compatible kind of sucks. Yep. But even I agree pl- with that. like but even on PlayStation like I have PS2 discs that I would love to just jam into my PS4 and just play, you know. I think that would be super cool. But I can't cuz I have to buy them from Sony if I want to play. I, I have two bigger hard drives. Yeah, we definitely need just that. Just be built in. You it's, don't skimp on it. No 500 crap. Uh, and you probably terabytes probably too small too. So you get get at least two terabytes as the minimum inside. Um, and uh, it's a weird thing to say, but obviously more USB ports because as they add stuff, it all uses USB. And then like my PlayStation with the VR and a hard drive, there's my two. Even if I had a third one, I have something to go in the third one. So now I still don't have. USB port open if something else comes along. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to keep unplugging shit from my console to have other things work. It's annoying. Yeah. So. Uh, speaking of which, I forgot, um, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, in Microsoft is doing the Inside Xbox on Tuesday. Over the weekend, I think I saw a leak of the, the all-digital console, because it's supposed to be launching in May. Um, and if this rumor is true, Microsoft done fucked up. Apparently it's two hundred and fifty dollars, and I'm like, nobody is buying that. Question: What does it include for two hundred and fifty? It's just the system, a one terabyte hard drive, and like a trial to Game Pass. It's not. Oh, uh, say because if it's a year of Game Pass, no, it is not a year. That would of Game be smart. Pass. But this again, again, this is just a rumor. Mm. Um. But if that is true, if it is $250 without the 4K Blu-ray drive, you can just keep that. You can keep that shit. That's not... Nobody wants that. If you sell for $150, you might even be able to get away with $199, but at $250, you are crazy. Yeah. So, uh, does anybody else have anything else for next gen besides me? No, but did he ask about the, like, New controller layouts as well? Uh, that's another question from somebody else, so we'll get there. Oh, it really... Okay. Uh, no, I... The... I think you pretty much covered all the stuff that I... My, is my expectation. 
Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like this would be the first time where we don't really go. You, do you remember how we used to go from like, um, here's the games, and now here's the new games? I'm hoping yep. this is more like here's the old games as well as here's your like. It's a weird thing to describe to so say Halo Infinite launches right before the Xbox Two comes out. This is the best example I got. But that same game, you don't have to buy again. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just this better on... Unlike what they did with the PS3 to PS4. Where you had to rebuy the games. Yeah. Yeah, like they did that for, to Xbox One as well, you know. Yeah. Well, I just remember, like, if you pay 10 extra dollars, you can upgrade. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I just want that game... Out of the box, so. Yeah, I just want that game to run and just be better. On my bigger, better machine. Thing, okay. Yeah. Um, before we get to the controller one, uh, Jeremy also said, also picked up Sekiro, loving it so far. The training is a lifesaver. Thank you, Jay, for the tips. Uh, Rufus is the one who tweeted about controllers. He said, previous ah. generation... Uh, what? Oh, I said, ah, sorry. I, didn't oh. re- I, th- I thought that was the same person. No, 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 no. We so got similar. a different person. Uh, Rufus says, previous generations not only saw... Saw not only upgrades in hardware, but new controllers as well. What about the upcoming consoles? Will the PS5 and Xbox launch with new controllers, or will they continue to use the ones we have? Are we already using the final generation of game controllers? I want to say, like, look at the Xbox controller. Um, It kind of hit it, like, it's used the 360 model now twice, basically. Uh, The PlayStation... Tried, tried to change the controller for PS3, and people got upset. It's been using it for four generations now. The DualShock setup. Mm. Um, they tried to go to that boomerang, which would have probably been better for anyone that has longer fingers. Um, but they, people got upset and said it looked awful, so they went back to the DualShock design. And I'm going to be honest with you, the PS3 controller is uncomfortable to hold. Uh, yeah. The DualShock is slightly better. Um, I think something different will set people off. I mean, look how people responded to the uh, Google Stadia controller. <laughs> and they haven't even had their hands on it. And, it, oh, it looks like it's an awful controller. I, I don't think controllers are going to change that much. And I own a Steam controller. I'm sorry. I actually don't mind it. Yeah, it it's, I, not, I, it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of work. That's the issue. It's just more work before you can play a game. Um... Work sometimes that I'm not willing to put in, quite honestly. But uh, that tried something completely different and bombed. So I think that speaks volumes to where controllers are. They think they are unfortunately going to stay the same. Now we might get more options for controllers, like uh, whatever the controller is that you're getting, Ken, with the different parts that change around. But yeah, essentially an controllers- elite controller, yeah. Yeah, but that, well, Wii controller is not as customizable, but I think that'll be kind of the extent where, yeah, you will still have two analog sticks that are going to be somewhere, but ultimately it's not going to be very different. So you might be able to put the two analog sticks, you know, up to the side like the Wii U Pro controller, but you're still going to have the same setup. Well, um, I think you might have options like that, and you might have like more accessibility options like the um, uh, the accessibility controller from Microsoft, whatever it's called again. Um, you might get stuff like that, but I don't think we're going to see anything beyond those. 
I think we're going to end up using these controllers till the end of time. Yeah, I think just a couple notes about controllers going into the next gen. I think the only thing Microsoft changes, and it's something that they missed the boat entirely on this generation, is a one-button share button. Yep. I bet you yeah. we get that. As far as Sony goes, if they do do backwards compatibility, haha, I said doo-doo. doo-doo. Um, they, unfortunately, have to keep that touchpad on the next controller. So... Yeah. Well, yes, but like if so, um, they don't want another Vita situation where you know some some games are not compatible from the PSP because uh, you know it's just yeah. Well, I I just know that like um, because I have a using an exploit, I can play any Vita game via the PlayStation tele PlayStation TV or the Vita TV if you want to call it that. Um, it's uh. It was just an email exploit that allows me to play any game. And I know that when it needed touch control, um, what I would do is uh, click in the analog sticks at the same time. Um, it is a way around. Yeah, but Sony's email. not going to do that officially. You know what I mean? Like, that was a hack. Well, those, were, those were... No, that wasn't the hack. That wasn't a hack. That was done even in games that had... So I have Batman, um, whatever the Arkham game, Metroidvania was, uh, Blackgate. Um... I have that on Vita, and it had touch controls. And when you play it on the PlayStation t- uh, TV, uh, legitimately, it asks you to click in both analog sticks to activate it. Like that's part of the built-in like software. So that is a way to get around it. It sucks though. So they probably would keep the touchpad, which is barely used. Yeah, I call that the map button. <laughs> That's what it feels like it's for. Also, it's start and select on PS2 games when they're emulated. Yeah, I hate that. It's kind of weird. I'm glad that you've switched the share button to the big pad and start and select to be the share and start button. Yeah, the, the share button threw me off for the longest time, and like Nintendo has one, and I think it's cool that it's on there, but I'll be real honest with you, I never can remember where the fucking share button is on my Switch Pro controller. Like, I always have to look down for it. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think... I think our controllers for the next gen are going to be fairly similar to what we're looking at now. You know, even when I think about it, like, the the setup there is from the Super Nintendo. Like, these are not new ideas. Like, the way the buttons are laid out, um, the D-pad, the shoulder buttons, like, that's all Super Nintendo. So. Yeah, you remember the you remember how much mm-hmm. of a revolution that was when Super Nintendo launched with shoulder buttons? Holy yep. shit! You know, we didn't stick with the Genesis model. Um, but, you know, we had some innovations like the uh, Saturn controller turned into the Dreamcast, which is you know similar to the Xbox setup uh, later on, and everything. But we dropped the six button layout across the front. Entirely. Yeah, that was something that didn't was, work. That was something that was good for arcades, not for a controller. Yeah. <sighs> wow, that might be the stupidest tweet I've seen today. Sorry, <laughs> I'm looking at Twitter, and somebody who is in the—I'm not going to name them because that—that's mean. Somebody who is in the industry who runs a gaming site just tweeted: "I really wish Blue Dragon would become backwards compatible." It it, it it is. It has been for a long time. Yeah. 
Anyway, I'm moving on. Uh, Dustin sent some tweets in. Anthony, I will give you the option to have me read these on the show or deal with them outside. Go for it. Well, I mean, I haven't got to those yet, but he gives you some uh. suggestions later on. And No, that's fine. I- I'm willing to hear them. Okay. Uh, first, his t- first tweet is, Finished up my second run-through of Sekiro. I'm at the end of my third. I should have the platinum soon. Uh, Sekiro would be a perfect uh, would be perfect for a Samurai Showdown DLC character. Okay. I think it would be perfect for a Tenchu <laughs> DLC character. I'm just going to keep making that point over and over again until you just want Tenchu. Uh, yes, of course, of course he does. I mean, who yes. doesn't want a new Tenchu? I'm going to be real honest about that. I everybody should. Tenchu is great. Uh, made it to Division 2 Endgame, uh, and don't ask me about the story. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I'll tell you that. I Welcome to Ubisoft games. Yeah, I mean, Assassin's I mean, outside Creed. Of, outside of Assassin's Creed, yeah. and even then, the, the overall story of Assassin's Creed, I don't even know where. <laughs> that shit just keeps going places, man. It's crazy. Keep batting on to it. <laughs> I mean, why not at this point? Who cares? Yeah. Um. All right. Here we go. Uh, I'm glad Anthony wants. To, I'm glad Tony wants to be a better host. So to help Don't him, call me Tony. Okay, I'm okay. So I have some comments for him that he can reflect on, or just call me an asshole. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> it's only an asshole. If you're not trying to help. I, I mean, legitimately, that, you know. And I, I get it. I, I've definitely called out other people on this show. Um, Jim Sterling is one of them. Um, the difference is that I don't. Hate Jim Sterling, and I'd I'd be kind to him, but his character that he plays and the shit he stirs up, you know, that's where I have the issue. Like, I don't hate the guy, and I'd be kind to him, but I'm also going to call out bullshit when he's rallying troops. So, I, I just I, I want to recognize the fact that I am slightly hypocritical there. I just want people so you know no one brings it up later. All right, uh, his first comment is quit putting yourself down nobody wants to hear that shit okay fair uh second you addressed your trying not to cut off people but want to get your thoughts out before you forget maybe keep a notebook by your side and jot down your thoughts for when you can jump in also don't feel obligated to add your two cents on every topic fair uh third instead of being negative most of the time think wwmjrd <laughs> Do you know what that? Do you know what that stands for? I do not. Uh, what would Matt, uh, Metal Jesus? There you go. Okay, <laughs> um, I'll address that because it's not. He's not the first person to call me negative. Obviously, um, <clears throat> I mean, I think the self putting the self down part will roll into this. Um, I'm not going to say I suffer from depression, but I've had it since I was a kid, so uh, I'm very negative. Uh, just in general. Um, I do try to enjoy things, and unfortunately um, the stuff I enjoy is usually a weirder than most, and you know, Ken jokes, but like, uh, you know, <laughs> on, my, on my fucking taste in video games and stuff. Um, and I, 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 but like, I also went to school with people who would legitimately just shit on fucking anything I liked. And so it's Working against years of just 
being in that that's not easy. And I, I realize I should live, and I try to be. Um, you know, I, I don't think I've been overly harsh to anything I've played on Phoenix Down this year, even if they deserved it to some extent. No, you um, actually like you know, Damnation. You're a weirdo. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't say I liked... Like, I don't mind Damnation. I'm not defending it to any level. I never said it was good. I just don't think it was near the the shit it does like it got. It I don't think it deserved that. Um, but again, I'm also playing it when I bought it for five dollars and not full price. So, you know, I, I understand the the difference um, there. But uh, it's the the problem is though is that I find that the alternative that a lot of people take is I'm not going to shit on anything. Like I. I appreciate people being positive, but I can't do it all the time. Like, I, you know, there, no, no, there's got to be criticism. Deserves to be shit upon, and you know what? Sometimes I probably am too harsh on stuff. But I also think that people ignore when I'm positive about stuff. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was positive about Earth Defense Force today. I'm gonna guess most people just glaze over. Uh, and 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 that's usually the case. I'll talk positively about something that most people don't care about. And there we are. So now, when I'm negative about something that people like, that's all they take away from that situation, rather than, hey, he was positive about this other thing, maybe he's not as negative. But that, again, that doesn't, you don't care about that, so it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. You know, I was really positive about a uh, Spider-Man comic, but I talked about that off-show because it has nothing to do with this. You know, I'm very positive about a lot of music. That doesn't matter. So... When I'm positive about a video game and it's some weirdo thing, like I've talked about Baba is You. If you don't care about Baba is You, guess what? Probably forgot about it. So that's just a thing that I notice that when I'm positive, people don't care. Well, when I'm negative, people take attention. And I guess to some extent that's the internet, right? Yeah, we all respond to negative shit, but we never talk about the positive. Yeah. So. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not discrediting that statement, by the way. I, I, I realize, I, I do try, but at the same time, I do want to point out that when I am positive, I hear nothing. It's silence. So. I mean, positivity is usually met with silence. Yeah, so. It doesn't rock the boat, so people don't care. Nope. Uh, this is a weird one. Forrest, your laugh is fine, but sometimes it comes off as a high school girl starving for attention. In that it's forced and carries on too long at times. Oh, no, okay. Well, unfortunately, that's just my laugh, and I'm sorry. I I, I hate my like every anytime I listen back to the show, like when I'm editing it or something, and I hear myself laugh, I'm like, God, that's fucking annoying. You die a little inside. Yeah. No. I. Okay. Well, I'm talking about no, my laugh, not yours. No, I'm talking about mine too. I understood that. I was just saying, like, yeah, mm. I listen to the podcast where I'm on, and yeah. Uh, fifth, be yourself, take a breath and relax. It might just be me, but it seems like you're still trying to impress people when you don't need to. Okay. Sixth, start working on your goddamn Bob Dylan impersonation. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Patreon comes. Uh, man, how did we go from Scott Staff to Bob Dylan? I don't understand that transition. I per- you know, I... Yeah, I never thought <laughs> I never to... thought I'd say this, but I really wish we could go back to Scott's death. 
Nobody wants to go back to Scottsdale. Not even Scott. No, he don't even want to go back. He probably didn't change his name and move to like Toledo or something. Lost his mind. Down to my friend. Blow in the wind. Oh, man. He says, anyway, Tony does know a lot about... Sorry, Anthony does know a lot about games and their developers... And he also knows a lot of niche games that the other guys never heard of. This can be a great True asset story. to the show. All you need to do is a little refining, and on my part, I'll try to not be such a dick. PSA, hi to your sister. <laughs> God damn it. That was that was well done. No, I, I, I and I, I, I felt bad for calling you out, Dustin. I, honestly, I just like it weighs a little bit. It's the like you know constant week to week, and I'm just. I needed something like that, you know, and maybe it was just the phrasing, right? So, um, yeah, I'll work on those things for sure. So, we love him. We want to keep him around for a little while, since yes. Drew don't want to be on the goddamn show anymore. Uh, on the goddamn show. Uh, man, you know, it's funny because we get tweets from Blue Apple Blue sometimes, and I feel like I have to read through them to make sure they're not so fucking weird. I can't read them. <laughs> Sorry, it's true, and you know it's true. Yeah, I do. Uh, let's see here. These are this. All right, Blue Apple Blue says, "Never have I thought that the Canadian accents and innocent laugh was weighing heavily on him." You need to do some relaxing techniques, or since weed is now legal, you can do a podcast under the influence. Being part of the longest. Gaming podcast legacy is not easy. Dude, if I did weed, if I talked about being paranoid last week about after every podcast, do you think weed's going to help that? He says, <laughs> Absolutely not. I still, dude, okay, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to read part of this next week because it's fucking cracking me up. Standing next to gaming giants is stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, That's exactly what we are. One way to ease the stress is to imagine the crew naked. Yeah, don't do that. That's yeah, pretty no. weird. No one should do that. I just did it. Yeah, don't. That's weird. <laughs> I'm That's kidding, real dude. weird. I didn't do it. I just assumed you d- it doesn't matter if Jason's naked. He just looked like Bigfoot. He's <laughs> <laughs> still wearing a sweater no matter what. <laughs> a full body sweater. Full body sweater. <laughs> what was the joke from Harold and Kubar when the guy took his pants down? He's like, oh my god, it looks like Osama Bin Laden's beard. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. That movie is so good. Oh, that's all the tweets we have. Before we get out of here, I just have to ask, did everybody watch the Star Wars trailer? Yes. Yeah. Man, that was good. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Like, the name. The name throws me... It gives me so many questions. Yeah, so many questions. Oh. I need to know. And that laugh at the end. Have you heard the Seth Rogen cut? (laughs) No. Yes. Oh, you need to look at it. It's, it's actually trending on Twitter, the Seth Rogen cut of the Star Wars trailer, because they replaced that laugh at the end with his laugh. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> oh man, it's gonna be a good year. There was there was one that's uh, an edit where it plays the. Uh, it was me, Austin. It was me all along, right after the laugh. Nice. Oh man, that movie is. Uh... It's it's weird because being a fan and you know we didn't have the the internet backlash when the the prequel trilogies came out because well the internet wasn't that big a thing when the prequel trilogies came out, um, but like there's certainly been a fair share of like negativity around a lot of these movies, but boy there's something about this being the last movie. I don't know. Right now. <laughs> well, it's the last movie in the 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 right number tri- the numbered movies. Right now. Oh, would you stop? See, that's what hey, we're talking about, Anthony. No, I'm not being negative. <laughs> I know Disney. Don't hide, don't kid yourself. Oh, they'll they'll make this more Star Disney. Wars movies, but I think the Skywalker saga is done. I would I would honestly hope so. Only because I would like this story to have an ending. I've been pretty clear on that stance and other things, so it would be nice. To finally name the movie with Skywalker in the title. Just, I want another solo. That may make me a weirdo, but I really want it. No, dude, I, I fucking love Solo. Solo was solo such a fun movie. Is, a lot of people give Solo shit. I don't know why that movie was a lot of fun. It was the closest to the original Star Wars adventure. Um, and, man, it was just, it was... I, I watched Rogue One, like, right before I watched Solo. And, um, I don't need the sort of dark part of Star Wars. I just want the fun adventure moments, see new planets, you know, and stuff. And Solo was so good at that and had the high intensity, like, chase sequence at the beginning and the train and everything. And, man, that movie was so good. And for people just to shit on it. I was so disappointed um, because again, it was just a lot. Of, I don't find a lot of movies fun. I, I, you know, I try. Like that's the reason why I like Ant Man so much because those movies are super fun. You know, they're funny. There's a lot of action, but then there's adventure too. Um, and I don't get that from every Marvel movie or every Star Wars movie. So no, it's definitely not. I want another solo film, and I think um, what is it? Uh, uh, Alden Reich or whatever his name is. The guy, the guy that played, played Hansel? Oh, I don't remember his name. He he was great. He did a pretty good job of getting like some of the like character. Yeah, but down. he he totally got overshadowed by Lando. Lando was so good in that movie. Oh yeah. <sighs> Donald Glover is uh, is Lando Calrissian. <laughs> yeah, no, that was man. Did you see Billy D. Williams at the panel? No, man, he's still smooth. He's in the he's in the new one. It's cooler I'm, than the other side of the pillow. Did you see the meme that was going around? Um, so in the, the spoilers, whatever, but everybody knows what happened in the Force Awakens at this point, right? Yeah. But the meme going around where if you watch Solo, there's a scene where he says, "I'll get my ship back someday," and he says, "Over my dead body." Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> and the, the trailer yeah. shows Billy D flying the Millennium Falcon with a big ass smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did see that meme. It was pretty funny. Oh man, uh, that, that's dark but hilarious at the same time. The ending of yeah. Solo was <laughs> where they're stuck. The Millennium Falcon stuck in the sand. I won't spoil it, but <laughs> just that moment entirely. 
Solo take off. I was like, yep, this is great. Solo has the biggest holy shit cameo in that movie, and it's just insane. And I want them to follow up on that. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen Solo, but I know of the cameo, so. You need to watch. That movie's super fun, dude. Like, it is really fun. It has nothing to do with not wanting to see it. I just, I don't watch movies anymore. It's hard, dude. They're long. (laughs) That one doesn't feel it, though. It doesn't feel it, but it, it still takes two really plus hours of your right. time. It's really, it feels really quick though, in comparison, because nothing drags in it, which is a problem I have with a lot of movies that are too. You know, I saw a bunch long. of people on Twitter rewatching the entire like Marvel. Marvel. And I'm like, dude, where in the hell did you find the time to watch ten years worth of movies? Oh, I never thought it. Yeah, it is ten years. <laughs> yeah. And I who wants can't. to watch the Incredible Hulk again? <laughs> Or Iron Man 2, for that matter. But still, no. I mean, I still couldn't find time to watch, like, five of them. Like, those movies, like, everybody's freaking out because the end game is three hours. But maybe that's just their, their hobby, right? Like, I don't watch a lot because I listen to a lot of music and play a lot of games. I mean, I guess, but even then, like, I try to play a lot of... I, the key word there is I try. I... But, like, even now, like, I do this show, and then I'll probably take a shower and go to dinner... You know, spend time with the family, and then I might have an hour, hour and a half later to do something. I couldn't watch a Marvel movie in that time. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't either, because I'd have to turn it off halfway through. Yeah, like, I look at games... I, just because I can't sit there long enough to watch a movie. That's the reason why, like, I was surprised with Solo, because I figured I'd be like, stop it, go and do something else, come back. Yeah, I mean... It took me the entire weekend to get through both of the Mortal Kombat movies, and those things are only 90 minutes. And, and the second one's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, but I own both, though, because goddammit, I had to. Well, of course. I mean, I own a lot of terrible movies. See, the difference between owning it and defending it is that I don't defend it. I know it's bad. <laughs> yep. I don't lie to myself. It's just I'm a Mortal Kombat fan. Dude, I own a DVD box set of that stinking fucking live-action TV show that they made. And I I special ordered it off of the internet. There's a Mortal Kombat. What was it called? Um, Fuck. It wasn't the one that was online. No, no. That's Legacy, and that's good. Okay. Yeah, that's actually good. Uh, Hold on. I'll get the name here real quick. Uh, I didn't know there was a lot. Not Conquest. What was it? Um... Shit. But oh. if it was called Conquest... Conquest was the animated movie. Um, damn it. It's like two inches from my... And I'm afraid if I reach for it, I'll pull the headset out. Oh, let me reach for it. There it is. Uh, Conquest. That is, That was it. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, it ran from... What was this? 1998 to 1999... Mm. I've never heard of this show. Yep, it is all live action. Uh, there it's are bad, so I'm not going to look it up. There are some characters in it that you know, a lot of characters that you don't. It ran in comparison to the Street Fighter movie. It's, how much of a bastardization is it to the series? It's pretty bad. There were 22 episodes, one season, and the only way I so I had to buy it through like a third party seller and it's only available on DVD. You can't buy it any other way. It's not available digital anywhere. It's is not it, available. Is it a is it a I had to import it from a uh Eastern European country. 
I got it I through mean, a really... Subtitles are burnt uh, into the video. I mean, I literally got it through, like, a third-party Amazon Amazon seller, but it is... Um, where's disc one? <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay, it's behind the... <laughs> That's never good. It's behind the actual <laughs> it's, it's insert. It's no longer complete. Um, but, yeah, it's like... You had to order it from some crazy place because nobody has it. I've ne- I seriously didn't even know they did that. Yeah, they did. I think it ran. Okay, I think the the kicker to all this is I think it ran on USA. <laughs> oh, Not nice. Oh yes, I remember this show. Yes, right. I didn't remember it until you started until you said that just then. I absolutely one hundred percent remember that show. It was terrible. Yes, it is very bad. I own it on DVD, but it's bad. Yes, very, very, very bad. Oh, man. Like, you look at the cast of characters, you're like, alright, so Kung Lao's in it, Shang Tsung's in it, Zero? Vorpax? Taha? Tasha? Who are these people? Who are these mother... <laughs> yes, that is a terrible, I'm terrible surprised show. surprised Ed Boon hasn't done something with those characters just for the hell of it. Rain's in it. That'll make the internet happy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Don't be a smart <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I should probably, like, pop this in and watch it, but I'm also afraid to. I'm you should to. not pop that in and watch it. Oh, you should God. not do that. I'm very afraid of it. Uh... Mookie tweeted us real quick before we get out of here. He says, was about to buy a meal at McDonald's but realized how awful I'm going to feel later. So I had a good local shawarma and a pop instead. Nice. <coughs> Excuse me. Man, somebody said pop the other day. Like, I don't call soda pop. But somebody, I saw a joke on there the other day. It was like a weasel walks into a bar. The bartender says, I've never served a weasel before. What do you have? Pop, goes the weasel. Nice. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> always start on a strong joke. Always end on a strong joke. Don't call. Where you was the strong joke to start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you okay. want to follow us on Twitter, it's added four G podcast. Terrible humor like this. Uh, if you want to follow us individually, Anthony is at NTRSKT. Ryan is at Wombat RP, and I am at ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD content. Also, Phoenix down. They're doing Shinmu. Anthony got out of it. Anthony, yeah, I can't make it because he's moving. So he conned his shame, way out of playing shame. the worst game on that list. Hey, of listen, that game. I no one wants to hear me be negative about Shenmue. I think I've been negative enough. I just can't. I'm not going to wrestle with the controls. Play that game to shit on it. Uh, there's probably quality in there somewhere, but I just can't get to it. And I'm actually super busy uh, the next coming like week and t- a week or two. So no point of starting it to only show up in like the third episode have nothing to talk about well there you go alright uh, so that's it for the show we gonna get out of here and the next time we talk Mortal Kombat will only be a day away indeed peace motherfucker alrighty and it goes something like this